interesting stuff. Here we go. I'm gone. She's, she's is she? Yeah. Hi, Jem. Little one, right? Okay, press record. Yes, please. This meeting is being recorded. Marvelous! I'm glad she's still here. <laughs> All right, ready to rock? Yep, brilliant. Three, two, one. This is Trainer Talk, the podcast brought to you by Sharon Gaskin of the Trainers Training Company and me, Jeanette Tessier of the Get That Gang. In our weekly show, we cover news and views from our businesses along with a top of mind topic. Of course, it wouldn't be Trainer Talk, the podcast without the Dog Walking Digest. And every now and again, we invite a guest along to share their experience and expertise. After 90 episodes of Just Audio, we're now on YouTube as well. So feel free to catch up there. Just search for the Trainers Training Company or the Get That Gang, or download us on audio only through your favourite podcast streamer. So why not sit back with a cuppa? Make that journey or chore go a little bit quicker with our weekly inspiration for developing your training business. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Trainer Talk, the podcast, and we're at episode number 115. Sharon, it's a bit hot at the moment, isn't it? It's a bit hot. It's hot and steamy, and, and you know, I've been to the gym already. Yep, me too. Which was not the best idea I've ever, <laughs> ever had, but, you know, at least I did turn up because, um, you know, exactly. everybody else apparently has cancelled their yeah. personal training for today, uh, citing the fact that it was too hot, so, you know... I get brownie points for that. I wouldn't say, I turned up, I wouldn't say it was the most productive of sessions. I spent most of the time moaning and standing in front of the fans. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you were there. I was there. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So apart from that, because of course, this time last week, it wasn't hot. Well, I had, I've literally, the first thing I've written down here on my notes was uh, about my week was what a difference a week makes. Definitely. Because, uh, you know, we've all forgotten about the football now, haven't we? <laughs> football? What football? I don't know what you're talking about. No, it's all about the World Cup next year, isn't it? Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's it's amazing how it kind of like, yeah, it's uh, a week has gone by and, and it's just faded into the distance now as one of mm -hmm. those. Uh, one of those memories. Oh, that, definitely. Uh, but also, know. I mean, last Monday... I was walking scamp. Okay, it wasn't that cold, but I was walking scamp in raincoat and wellies. Yeah, right? really. I know. Yeah. And Crazy. Now it's kind of, you know, if you if you move more than three paces, it's like, oh, I've got to have a shower. Yeah. <laughs> it's no. Too just hot and sweaty. Too hot. I'm, I'm just, I'm absolutely rubbish in the heat. I'm one of these people who, they get anything over 22 and then I'm like going, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well. <laughs> can't do anything i just hate it absolutely hate it but um but apart from it being hot which it absolutely is today mm -hmm. and uh and it was yesterday the other thing obviously we're recording this on monday monday the 19th of july which if you're in england is uh so called freedom day freedom. so how are you feeling Jeanette? because of course this doesn't apply to me but no how are you feeling? well free obviously free. are you really yeah yeah, yeah. 
yeah we're gonna we're gonna talk about this later aren't we but um yeah. in the context of our top of mind not this isn't our top of mind it's in the context of top of mind um but uh i was talking to to somebody last week uh and we were saying right so what is actually going to change so instead of um being given guidance to wear masks we're now told use your common sense uh, about wearing a mask so still wear a mask uh in a shop or crowded indoor area or that kind of thing uh and go to a nightclub there you go mm. that's that's <laughs> that's what's changed for us yes there are other bits and pieces around there and all the rest of it but it is one of those things where it's kind of okay I'm sure this wasn't what was planned when they originally talked about easing all the restrictions and, and all the rest of it. So instead of trying to half inch it, let's mm. either do it properly or, or not do it at yeah. all, because there are so many people. I mean, again, um, uh, we will touch on this in top of mind, but there are so many people on the spectrum between brilliant, can't wait to rip the mask off, burn it ceremoniously, and that's it, never mm. wearing one again. And those people who are absolutely terrified to go out anywhere near their local high street because mm. they just they're so worried about mm. the the virus mm. spreading mm. Uh, and even with the um slight restrictions uh, easing uh, the the particular variant the delta variant is is um you know spreading like wildfire uh, mm. at the moment the numbers are going up and up and up and you know i don't think yeah, okay, there would have been people that would have moaned about the fact that if we'd extended the restrictions further just to get more data more than anything else mm. to understand what's going on. I mean, the the guy, um, did you see in the news, the guy who did the original predictive modelling for how and when cases yeah. were going to spike has said uh, he thinks that cases will rise and then start to tail off towards um, the, the end of September. Uh, mm. I think he was saying something like that. But then, of course, the problem is we then start getting into the autumn. We start getting into flu season. Exactly. So, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, I just, uh, you know, I, I was saying, saying to you before that we started recording that I'm a pretty, um, you know, easygoing person. I don't get too steamed up about a lot of stuff. But in this instance, I think I could quite easily see myself, you know, demonstrating against this. Get a I, placard. Mm-hmm. Get a placard. I'm going to be a placard person because I, 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 I just, I just think it's wrong. I, I'm just so, I'm just really angry about it. It's not yeah, even yeah. applying to me at the moment, but you know, yeah. what's what, what Boris Johnson is doing. I'm sorry, I just think it's totally wrong. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't feel. It just doesn't seem right. You know, no well, matter what way you look at it, it just does not seem right. There's, so. there's nothing about this whole thing that has gone smoothly or well with the exception i think of the vaccine rollout and that's yep. because the government had nothing to do with it yes. <laughs> the nhs did all of that brilliant exactly. well done fantastic now yeah. i'm sure there are things that have gone well behind the scenes and stuff that we don't even need to think about and yes of course nobody none of us have had to deal with a pandemic before mm. but i think it is just typical of the way this has been handled, that two of the most senior politicians in the country, our prime minister and our treasurer, are in close contact with somebody who's tested positive, the home secretary, and they say, oh no, we're not gonna self-isolate, we'll do this new thing, until they see the level of outcry about them, one rule for one, one rule for another, and oh no, no, we will self, no, we will self-isolate, yes, 
because that's what you're asking everybody else to do. I know. And I and know. then and then to come out and say, <laughs> well, we do think it's important that everybody do, does things the same. No, only when you get caught with your hand exactly. in the cookie jar, yeah. that's when you think it's important for people to do things the same. It's exactly. just honestly so oh. hypocritical. It really, really is. But, you know. Hey, see, you got me all riled up now. Yeah, you see, like, you know, ra- the ranters are out, the ranters are out. But, you know, honestly, honestly, it's just, it's a dog's breakfast, as I keep saying. <laughs> it certainly is. All right, well, let's let's move away from that for the time being. How was your week last week, Sharon? How was my week last week? Well, it was okay. I'm still feeling a little bit that I'm I'm sort of... You know, I'm limping. I'm limping towards August. I'm just ready for like uh-huh. not to not have to do this anymore. Two no weeks, offense. Two weeks but, to go. Yeah. <laughs> and it'll only be a week for you by the time this podcast comes out. You'll only have a week to go. Oh my goodness me. You know, no offense, but I just feel, yeah. I yeah. just, just feel just feel like I need a little, little bit of a break. So but uh yeah, last week was okay. Um a couple of things, um transform day development day that I do for my uh, masterminders and um, it was really nice last week because we did uh, apart from the usual hot seats that we that we do when people bring their um their business challenges we um we did something around journaling which mm-hmm. was nice because we have one person in our number um the lovely Anne Walsh who is a bit of an expert journaler is that uh, right okay I, yeah because I you know I got into a conversation with her about it because I knew that she did it and um, and it turns out she's been doing it for years. And during the course of the little session that she ran for us on Thursday, um, she showed us a, a photo of her bookcase. She has a whole bookcase devoted wow. to journals. Okay, that she's completed um, over the years. That's dedication. And uh, that's dedication. And it was. Uh, yeah, it was really interesting and because um, she talked to us about what she does and why she does it and gave us a little um, sort of journaling plan, you know, and uh, and inspired uh, everybody to, uh, well, I say inspired, just gave them an excuse to buy even more stationery. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, there is that, yeah. You can't beat a good stationery haul, can you? Oh, no, 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 absolutely, absolutely. So they went away very excited by the prospect of, you know, shopping. <laughs> I'm more stationary, you know, but uh, yeah, so that was uh, really fun and uh, really interesting, um, really interesting day on Thursday. Apart from, again, the debacle, we keep having these Zoom debacles uh-huh. because um, you and I would, uh, talked about doing the, the trainer talk uh, clinic session on Thursday and I said to you, well, you know, I'm probably going to be late for it because I will be you know doing transform and and we don't finish till four so it will probably you know i'm going to be late for it so it's okay because you're going to run the session bloody bloody blah you know but i will hop on um and then there was some debacle because you you messaging me saying oh i can't get into the zoom are you in a meeting (laughs) uh yes <laughs> now hang on, Mrs. I did tell you Hang on, Mrs. This has changed from oh no, what are we like to oh no, Jeanette, this is all your fault. How did that happen? How did that happen, Mrs. Gaskin? 
<laughs> both of us sat here on Monday going, yeah, okay, so you'll be doing that. Yeah, you won't be in. Oh, yeah, yeah, fine. Neither of us twigged. I know. But if, if you're using your Zoom for one thing, we can't use it for something else. And then I'd forgotten what you're in. So I logged into your account going, what's she got on? Let's say, oh, it's trans. Oh, of course, it's transformed. So we're trying to keep everybody hanging on. But it was fine. We we started it up by about 10 past, didn't we? So 10 past, quarter past, something yeah. like that. Oh, no, that it was by 10 past because you finished so I logged in as you to start the meeting so that I could get myself into the room and then had to log out from you and got you into the room. And then I had to log back in, but I managed to log back in again on your Zoom as opposed to my Zoom. It's just, oh, man, this is just, look, we're both in the room. It's fine. We have people in here. Let's not go any further with this one. Oh, dear. It was that, but, it was, but the reason why I, I brought it up and was kind of like you know teasing you a little bit was because mm. of the the train of thought local debacle mm. the next day oh, and then just, there was a that. little bit of a pattern emerging <laughs> i'm feeling got at listeners <laughs> definitely got at it's about time not not only is she saying she can't wait to take a break from seeing me on a monday she's also saying that it's all my fault about the clinic and now she's saying there's a pattern and it's me i'm the one that's losing my marbles <laughs> Just you wait, I shall bide my time. <laughs> anyway, come on, tell us about the rest of your week. <laughs> well, the rest of it, so that was that. And then and then Friday was all about, well, not all about, um, but I did, I ran the um, uh, second module for Complete Trainer. Mm-hmm. So yes, mindset. mindset, which is uh, one of my favourite topics. So uh, <laughs> always get a bit carried away on that one. <laughs> and but yeah, but it was fun. It was uh, really good fun. And uh, the people that turned up live, I think, had a lot of uh, insights. And mm. uh, and again, I sent them off with uh, a few recommended uh, books to read and all the rest of it, Excellent. which I must. Uh, put together into a list actually and we can put it into kajabi mm. um, so that people have got some uh, good idea recommended resources oh definitely so, um, speaking of books have you started the one for the trend top book club this month yes i've already read it oh you know? good uh, that's all right yeah, then so already you just read to go it back. quite some time ago mm. so um, have you refreshed yeah. yourself or is it still quite clear? Uh, no <laughs> <laughs> there we go there we go. I just started. I didn't really like. So. I really. That's interesting because I started over the weekend. And I'm thinking, no, this is making a lot of sense. But I'm only at the the introductory kind of chapters at the moment. I'm not in the real meat of it um, just yet. So I'll get to that over the next few days. But yeah. Anyway, I digress. Yes, a book of uh, a book, a list of recommended books for our complete mm. trainers was a very good idea. We we'll definitely do yeah, that. I would definitely be doing that. So. Mm-hmm. So yes, that was about it, really. That well, those are the highlights of my uh, of my week for sure. Last fair week. enough, fair enough. So then we had uh, my week last week. Let me just write down clinic debacle uh, on my <laughs> notes here. Uh, so last week was it's an interesting one actually. So I had uh, a few meetings, a few catch up sort of meetings, and and a few bits and pieces to work out. But um, there must have been something in the water last week because I had one person not turn up for for a meeting that they they had booked, they had requested and booked, and then another person did turn up for the meeting, but only after I'd prompted them. Um, but they were the one that asked for the meeting in the first place, or uh, rather 
I'd requested the meeting. They'd said, can you do, and this was on Wednesday, so about 25 on Wednesday, I get a message from this person um, saying, can you do nine o'clock tomorrow morning? Uh, so, uh, yeah, okay, fine, because normally I would go, no, uh, because uh, apart from anything else, I don't normally like to hem myself into having to get back for a nine o'clock mm -hmm. meeting. It just it doesn't quite work. Yeah. 10 past nine, no problem. But if it's nine o'clock on the dot, so normally what I would say is, no, I'm not starting a meeting until 9.30. Just give yourself time, get back, look at my emails, get a cup of tea, all that kind of stuff. Um, but because I needed to speak to them about work that I'm doing for them this week, it was kind of, okay, yeah, fine. So I said, yeah, no problem. Here's a Zoom link for us. See you in the morning. And then so I got back, turned everything on uh, for the Zoom meeting, and, and they still haven't turned up by quarter past. I'm like, oh, great. So I sent a WhatsApp saying, am I getting my wires crossed? I thought we were meeting or did you mean next week kind of thing? Thinking, well, that's too late because um, it's after the, the time I'd, I'd put in the diary to do the work. Um, and then at half past, got a message going, oh, I must be going mad. Oh, I'm free now if you're free. And this is actually quite, as I'm realising, quite typical uh, of this person, of this client mm. um, who is very... Um, they're an entrepreneur first and foremost, which I think means the same level of detail as Boris. Uh, so <laughs> it's kind of, you know, they, they sort of send stuff through and, and then I go, oh, that thing. Oh, no, I didn't mean that. I meant the other thing. OK, but you told me it was this thing. So, you know, I'm kind of keeping an eye on this particular client because there might there might need to be a conversation that goes along the lines of I'm not working for you anymore uh, at some point. Uh, but anyway, for now, it's OK. Uh, so got that done and then obviously there there was uh, the clinic on on Thursday afternoon which was as we've already discovered um, or discussed rather uh, didn't quite go according to plan but that's okay she said um, Friday was my trainer talk local and normally yes. uh, for the trainer talk local I start at 10 and, and finish at 12 ish depending on you know what we're discussing who's there and uh, and so on and so forth but for some reason and the only thing I can think is it was because I also had in my calendar the mindset um, uh, module for complete trainer started at 11 I'd somehow fixed it in my head that I didn't need to be doing anything until 11 even though I knew the local was in there and it was in at the right time so off I trot to my normal boot camp on a Friday morning which is a class that runs from 9 30 till 10 hmm. <laughs> are we spotting the problem here folks um so yeah so uh at, and I was I was already running late for the boot camp because Somebody was panicking about something that I had to sort out and, and that was fine. So got all of that sorted, ran off to the boot camp, got in, did the boot camp. And it was a really tough one. It normally is on a Friday morning anyway. Um, and, <laughs> and then about a minute past 10, I'm just looking at my phone and I get a message from one of my delegates going, is there a problem starting the meeting, Jeanette? And I'm like, oh, crap. <laughs> so, ran out to my car. I've, I've lost a sock. I dropped a sock somewhere along the way, but that's no no biggie. Um, <laughs> ran out to my car, chucked everything in, hightailed it home. Luckily, I'm only two minutes drive away, at like two minutes normal drive. So I didn't have to, you know, to spend too, too much naughtiness uh, on the roads around here. Um, uh, and sort of got in and, and ran up and opened up the meeting. And of course, I'm still ridiculously hot and sweaty uh, from the boot camp. And it's just like, well, there's nothing I can do about it. No. These people have paid to be here. Um, yeah. So I'm just going to start the meeting, go, hi, this is what's happened. But let's get on with it. Uh, and yeah. actually, 
actually, I think it was a obviously a source of great amusement for for them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and for everybody in the local leaders group when I did the video afterwards, where hmm, that happened then. Um, <laughs> but managed to go through the session, of course. It would be the one where I, um, you know, decided that I was going to do a little bit of a training session as opposed to, to a discussion. But I, <laughs> I deliberately said that I want this to be a discussion anyway, rather than this isn't a formal me presenting slides type thing. Although I yeah. had slides, I could have shown them. It was because we were a relatively small group. I, I had uh five one two three four five turn up seven booked five turn up um uh two had to drop out for for various reasons which is not that unusual for for these now i think um but anyway um so yeah so it was the just the the five plus me so it's like well let's make it as relevant as we can to your business so let's mm -hmm. everybody keep yeah. their cameras on and and you know you can mute yourselves if you want because i will be imparting information but then let's bring it back to your business yeah. and talk about that and i think everybody really appreciated that and it was great because as well as i'm talking i can see these little light bulbs going off for for people going oh oh I could do that and then I could I could sort of you know yeah. call on them and say oh hey tell me you know what what's the light bulb which was great and and um uh one of our number uh, the lovely Sheridan who's also a local leader uh, actually put something into effect as soon as the meeting had finished yeah. uh, which yeah. was great uh, but I said to them at the beginning you know all I'm trying to do is um yeah there might be some new information in there but it's more about telling you what you probably already know but looking at it from a different angle just giving yeah. you a different perspective about it and mm. for anybody that doesn't know we were talking about making your marketing persuasive uh, mm. so uh, obviously this is something that's very close to my heart Mm -hmm. uh, in terms of uh, the, the stuff that I've done and the learning that I've done and all that kind of stuff. Uh, so, yeah, so it actually went really, really well. Uh, and then we had um, uh, the usual sort of challenges, chances and cheers section just uh, for anybody that had anything that they wanted to discuss. So we had a few bits uh, to, to go through on that. And we actually came to a natural conclusion about quarter yeah. two, 10 to 12. Yeah. So it's like, right. Yeah, yeah okay yeah so i will let you go um yeah. you know i just said to them i just don't want anybody to feel short change because obviously we yeah. started late and and what have you and that no no this is brilliant this is great and they're also you know uh, furiously writing notes uh, during the training section um so yeah so all was well that ended well but that was i've never done that before never 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 it's always right okay i can't do that so i'll go to the early boot camp or i'll go to one later in the day but for whatever reason, my head just hadn't twigged. And I'm sure it's because it was the complete trainer thing uh, at 11 yeah. o'clock. So I was thinking, yes, I've got plenty yeah. of time yeah. to get back from the gym and get myself because I do it on a Monday morning all the time. You know, yeah. gym, yeah, 9.30 yeah. till 10, come back, podcast at 11. But yeah, excuse me. Anyway, oh. so, uh, so yeah, so that was that. Um, then on Friday afternoon, uh, I had a had to catch up with somebody who will potentially be on my team for the uh, lead developer stuff for uh, the new South Central hockey area when that comes into effect. Mm. Um, and uh, it's a guy from Berkshire, maybe Oxfordshire, Oxfordshire, I think. Anyway, uh, it became apparent uh, that um, uh, he's a very processed person. He's a health and safety trainer, would you believe? Oh, God. So, <laughs> so I thought, oh, noted. I'll talk to him about trainer talk at some point. But talking to him in the context of all the hockey stuff, um, uh, I said, said to him, 
Yeah, tell me if I'm wrong, but I think you'd be quite interested in uh, helping with the setting up of the um, processes and the standards and all that kind of stuff for, mm. for all of the umpires and that kind of thing. Oh, yes, I'd, I'd be very interested in that, Jeanette. And of course, in, the, in my head, I'm going, yes, you know, because <laughs> it means I've got somebody that actually enjoys writing all of that stuff. So I can do it, but I'd much rather if somebody is keen to be involved, great, let's play to your strengths and, and you can do that bit. So uh, the looking forward to seeing what comes from that um but uh, yes that's going to start ramping up and i'm going to have to start getting uh, uh, more people uh, lined up to do things but i have got um uh, one person who uh, he was a level three umpire which is national league decided to drop back down to level two because uh, the travel was it was a lot of travel and he's got um i think it's his daughter does a lot of a sport as well uh, and particularly cricket and even though there's a you know the cricket is obviously in summer and hockey's in the winter there's still a crossover and and mm. commitments and all that kind of stuff so it just wasn't working for him so he dropped back down to level two and now he's talking about giving up the whistle altogether um but i had talked to him and um trained him previously to be an assessor in hampshire so now i'm saying to him well you know you put your availability in on a Saturday then uh, we'll definitely use you oh right okay then uh, yes thank goodness somebody who knows what they're doing <laughs> I can send yeah. out to look at people as well so it's all sort of coming together but um, we had a, um, a hockey tournament it was the over 50s masters down at um, HMS Temerary in Portsmouth mm. Uh, mm. on Saturday and Sunday and I said look I can do the Saturday morning but I was already planned to go up to Dad Nan's in the afternoon to mm -hmm. deliver apart from anything else two lots of Christmas presents because of course two mm. Christmases ago Dad was having his heart top oh, um, yeah. and, and then last yeah. Christmas of course everything was shut down mm. um, locked down so uh, so yeah it was so hot there but oh my goodness me we were treated well I must send an email about that actually because uh, they'd arranged for uh, lunch for the umpires which normally on a tournament it's kind of you know some somebody's gone down to Asda and got a packet of sandwiches and a packet of crisps type thing yeah. um, but this was proper catered in a cardboard box like literally that big um, wow. uh, with a baguette and um, some little sausages in a thing. I mean, they're a vegetarian yeah. version as well because yeah. um, uh, one of yeah. the guys was veggie. Um, and a pastry and a packet of crisps and uh, this, that and the other. And you're just looking at it going, blimey, we've never been catered for this well. Uh, yeah. So I need, <laughs> need to make a point about that. Go, thank you very much. We'll have that. Because the poor guy who had organised it all that we know from one of the local hockey clubs anyway, even though it was organized by um the army uk armed forces um he couldn't attend because his so either his son or daughter had contracted covid uh, was actually quite ill mm. so he had to isolate mm -hmm. uh with them right. uh yeah. so it's all kind of and then one of the umpires that was supposed to be there on sunday he has contracted covid so couldn't turn up so it's all a bit sort of uh, you know, a bit odd um, and a shame for the guy that had organised it because it was a great, I mean, from what I saw of it, I could only stay for the morning. It was a great day. Uh, really, really good. Uh, but uh, yeah, so yeah, so the rest of my weekend then was uh, spent sort of uh, uh, over in deepest, darkest Kent, uh, over in uh, Denise's neck of the woods. Well, not quite yes. that far over. It wasn't, wasn't by the coast, um, other side of Kent. But uh, yeah, so uh, sort of uh, lots of rosé was consumed on Saturday night. <laughs> As you do, of course, as, as you, you do. do. No, it's lovely. It was yes. really nice. Yes. Really, really nice. Very nice. Indeed. Indeed. All right. So, shall we move on to our top of mind? 
Yes, we shall. And this is all a little bit um, around, well, because we were talking about Freedom Day earlier yes. earlier on, weren't we? So, you know, there's no getting away from it. It's because top of mind is supposed to be what is on our mind. <laughs> this is very much on our mind, isn't it? Yes, so... indeed. Yes, indeed, for sure. So um, what uh, I suggested that we talk about is understanding that when you have an audience that you talk to for, for your business you have your your core subject that you talk to them about so um, in, in your case obviously Sharon it's helping trainers to create training businesses to grow training businesses to be successful as a training business owner uh, and for me uh, it's talking about having online business assets so the things that help you have a business that is primarily online um, uh, which obviously there's a natural crossover there for for trainers um, but both of us have an audience of people that we talk to and of course we talk to people together on on this on the podcast mm -hmm. we talk to people through the complete trainer through um, uh, the train talk to, um, uh, community all that kind of stuff but you could if you wanted you could also talk about everything else that's going on in the world including mm. things like freedom day or lack thereof um, mm. talking about things like politics about religion about any social issues that, that you wanted to discuss but the point to remember on that is that the more you talk about the stuff that isn't part of your core business purpose the more people get to know you, but also the more people will either self-select to be with you or not with you. Mm. And there's no right or wrong in that. But you do need to recognize that the more you allow non-business stuff into mm. what you discuss, the more people are, are going to decide whether or not mm. they are actually part of, part of your tribe, for, for want of a better mm. word. Right. Mm. Mm. It's, a, it's a really interesting point because uh, I've heard... Um, you know, Stu McLaren talk about this quite a lot mm -hmm. um, in terms of, you know, if you're going to have a business and be visible or be a, you know, membership uh, community owner or, you know, whatever, then you have to, in order to, to get people to follow you, then you have to like stand for something, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. you have to have a, a an opinion on something. Yeah. And I, you know, I must be honest, I've always kind of like really shied away from that because mm -hmm. I don't, because I, I, I suppose there's a little part of me sort of think you know what I'm like oh I don't want people not to like me. yeah yeah. yeah you know because you do go through that don't you, you kind yeah. of like um and, and neither do I find it particularly um you know I don't like conflict anyway as yeah. a, as a, as a uh, you know I, I, I just don't mm -hmm. and I certainly don't like any kind of conflict online yeah so why would I deliberately go out to kind of, you know, um, instigate yeah. that, I guess? Yes, yeah, I understand. So it's a, it's a, it is a fine line, mm -hmm. isn't it, as you say, between, um, you know, speaking out about something that you feel very passionately about, but also, you know, making sure that you're not alienating loads of people but then you know a lot of people would say that well that's okay because if people don't agree with you then they're not the right people for for you anyway mm -hmm. so I don't know it's interesting isn't it I do think that there is a difference between being polarizing because you have very deeply held values and beliefs that compel you to say look if, if you're in my circle you need to be this sort of person and believe these things otherwise you're not in my circle there's a difference mm. between that and people who do it for the sake of doing it 
So they they create polarizing mm. posts or make polarizing comments for the sake of doing it, as opposed to any big sort of more dare I say noble mm. uh, kind of reason. Because mm-hmm. there's a word for people that do it for the sake of doing it. It's trolls, right? <laughs> These yeah. people are yeah, trolls yeah, yeah. that try and instigate mm. division um, for the sake <clears throat> of division, as opposed mm. to for the sake of saying no, this is me and this is what I stand for. Um, but there is no doubt about it that if you are somebody that puts across an opinion or a belief or a, um, a view, uh, there are going to be people out there that agree with you and there are going to be people that disagree with you. And you need to be aware of that. And if you're comfortable with that, then great. So we're mm. both part of um, the money boot camp run by Denise Duffel thomas mm. And mm. one of the things that she... Uh, put in her group and was very very clear about um was it last year when did mm. biden come mm. to power it must have been early last yeah. year must yeah. have been. um yeah and she basically said if you are a supporter of donald trump i do not want you in this group mm. you know if, if you've given me money you've given me money for boot camp and that's fine but now is the time for you to leave because mm. she said i will not entertain any kind of support for him or even kind of you know um i can't think of the word but this sitting on the fence of oh well you know maybe he means maybe he no no she said if you have any kind of um positive opinion uh, which includes a neutral opinion towards donald trump hook it you know get out Mm. uh not not uh, don't want you in here she was slightly more polite than that but she was very firm she was very very firm Mm. and absolutely there were there were some people uh who trolled her for for that um you know who uh, who sent her not very nice messages uh, for doing that but it was something that was so important to her uh, mm. as a person that she was prepared mm. to introduce that into her business and and be that hard line about it i don't think either mm. of us are that hard line uh, about anything i i would say that i will I will fall short of allowing anything to be abusive. So one of the things I said in my two minute thinker video this morning Mm. uh, was, you know, I'm quite happy for anybody to do be or believe anything they like, as long as it doesn't become abusive towards somebody else in my circle, because the moment it becomes Mm. abusive, that is a value that I will not tolerate. Uh, Mm. You know, it's Mm. it's almost as if the the value Mm. that I appreciate is tolerance um you know and it, you can you can disagree with someone you can um not believe the same things that they believe all the rest of it but you can do that quietly and you can do that respectfully uh, right mm. you don't have mm. to every time somebody says oh well uh, you know can't wait to rip my mask off you don't then have to jump in and go oh you're such an irresponsible member of society but don't, no that's their belief and if i yeah. expect them to respect my desire to continue to wear a mask uh, in the supermarket Mm -hmm. or or whatever it might be um, then I can't very well then turn around and say that uh, you know it's okay for me to to have a go at somebody who doesn't want Mm -hmm. to wear a mask it's yeah yeah I mean that's an interesting example you gave of uh, Denise Duffel Thomas because at the end of the day there in her money boot camp and her Facebook group she is although she doesn't really run it she doesn't really run that community obviously she gets somebody else to do it for her but but in this in effect she's running a community yeah. now you know i would feel quite strongly that as a community leader you should be creating a safe space for people to actually say as long as you're not abusive to anyone for, for people to actually say and express 
what it is that they're feeling mm-hmm. and, and I don't think that I mean because it sounds to me like there's a that what she's done is almost like censorship in a way saying you know you're not welcome here yeah. um if you have these kind of opinions which I think is not something that I would personally feel mm-hmm. you know very comfortable about because you know I think in our training sort community you know we've got to recognize that a subject that is very close to everybody's hearts at the moment is you know the subject of face-to-face yes. training or online training because you know technically now because I do know a lot of people now are are, are doing face-to-face training yeah. again and, and are just getting on with it and it feels a bit weird to begin with but they're doing it a lot of people have embraced it because they've been so fed up of you know there's only so much of the online Absolutely. stuff you can take yep. Um, but there are other people within the community that I know are absolutely adamant and said, I never want to do face-to-face training again, mm. you know, because I don't like traveling or whatever. So there will be within that community, within that container, there's going to be a difference of opinion. Yeah. And there are going to be some people within the community who will be, oh, I agree with masks. I don't agree with masks. You know, I've, I've come out and said quite strongly, I don't agree with the Freedom Day thing. Mm. So, you know, there will be, but you've got to, you know, you just got to respect yeah. the opinion. Just because they have a different opinion, it doesn't make them right or wrong. Mm-hmm. It just means that they have a different opinion. Mm-hmm. So I, I I, would personally feel very wary about sort of saying, oh, you know, don't come in my space if you hold this opinion, you know, because yeah. it's not. Because then you're going down the bay, there's some form of censorship, aren't you, really? <laughs> yeah, but again, I mean, I think uh, that then also uh, depends on um, how uh how important is that the right word that particular uh opinion is to you uh mm. and uh, you know i don't have an issue but then uh, you know i i completely disagree with everything that donald trump has ever and will ever stand for full stop um so i've got no problem with with her saying that in her group at all mm. um but mm. at the same time you're right in that it 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 seeks that in itself that blanket statement in itself seeks to divide and create mm, a, yeah. create a them and us which yeah. for you and for me um the our higher value is a is conflict avoidance is harmony it's it's tolerance it's you know allowing mm. people to yeah. express themselves yeah. yeah yeah absolutely yeah. um yeah. and you know it, it's uh, let's face it she's uh, she's um uh, done enough work to build up her community to do whatever the hell she likes with it um that's entirely mm-hmm. up to you up to her uh but i agree uh that you know we when you are running a community uh you can make the choice to say everybody is welcome just don't be abusive to somebody else yeah that's the only yeah. rule and mm-hmm. that's fine that's that's you know there's no right or wrong in any of this like i said uh, at the beginning um it's what you want to do but if you do choose to go down the route of saying this is who i am this is what i stand for um you know and and you can agree with me or not uh, i mean you can even do it in the context of your business so somebody that i've talked about a lot bushra um you know she's very marmite person um a mm. lot of the time she's very marmite just from the point of view of the force of her personality and the way in which she gets her stuff across she's been accused of being very shouty yeah i can see that some people might feel that but that's who she is and mm. the, that's almost um uh it's it's 
it's polarizing, but it's other people that have polarized her. Uh, insofar as you know you can listen to Bushra for five minutes and you'll decide whether or not you can listen to her for any longer than five minutes um, because she has a certain amount of energy about her um, you know and there are times where when I sort of see there's something and it's like do I want a bit of Bushra in my life at the moment yeah. or not <laughs> um, you need to, need to yeah. yourself up for it don't totally, you totally sometimes it's nice actually there's a bit of white noise in the background because mm. I know it's seeping into my unconscious some uh, somehow uh, but uh, you know I I can see how people will sort of you know they will either um, uh, take to her style of delivery or they won't uh, and that's absolutely fine uh, mm. I mean there are there are several things that uh, she doesn't like um, uh, and she's quite happy to to say that it doesn't fall intends to fall into the political um, sort of spectrum of things it's more about the, the way in which people behave in their business uh, and mm. you know the way in which they go about conducting themselves in their business so I think that for, for some people uh, can mm. uh, can be a little bit polarizing as well mm. uh, but uh, I think you know each their own uh, as far as that's I've concerned Go on. one, one Go thing on. we are going to see in the next uh, week there's going to be so many linkedin polls saying are you going to be wearing your mask after freedom day or whatever yeah. what is going on with those polls oh, again completely. just a, a tactic to get people to you know to comment on their stuff you know and it's then and, and mm. you know and again there will be quite you know when people when i see it on on the and it's not always business owners who do this. There's um, there's a local uh, newspaper here, not newspaper, they're, they're online as well, called Swansea Online. And they always on Facebook, they put, they ask questions, but they are deliberately provocative. Yeah. You know, so like, you know, one of the questions they did ask a few days ago was about, will you be wearing your mask after 9th of, 9th of August? Um, and you get hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of comments and, and you get this polarizing kind of debate because they've deliberately asked the question yeah. because they want people to go to their website or whatever. Mm -hmm. And it feels kind of feels a bit off. Yeah, <laughs> so, no, absolutely. It's very clickbaity, isn't it? Very yeah, clickbaity. Exactly, yeah. For sure. For sure. For sure. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's it's. What's really interesting is I've got a couple of people that I'm connected with on uh, on Facebook, nobody in the trainer community. They're actually from the part of my gym and they are very anti anti masks, anti vaccination um, from the point of view of they are worried. It's it's a fear based reaction mm. uh, as opposed to a, a sort of, you know, uh, calling people sheep type reaction uh, mm. it's not uh, aggressive it's fear-based but what i have mm. seen is lots of posts um from those people uh just talking about how it's their right to believe and nobody can tell them what to do and da 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 and all the rest of it but also equally putting out posts about um you know uh you know having the wall pulled over your eyes and and you know these supposed experts who put things out on youtube and all this kind of stuff and it's like, but I haven't seen a single person who is pro vaccinations and pro masks saying to anybody that is anti-vax, anti-mask in a friend, in a friend context. I mean, online trolls, notwithstanding in a friend context, I haven't seen anybody in my circle who is pro vaccination, pro mask saying to these people, you're an idiot. You're stupid. You don't know what you're talking. Nobody has insulted them. Nobody's done anything except let them get on with it. But mm. the posts come in the other way 
are as if they're being having the finger pointed at them the whole time. Now, I don't see their feed the whole time. It might be coming from different you know, circles that they're involved in uh, on Facebook. Mm. But I've seen more posts about people saying, you know, uh, I have a right to believe this. And yes, I know you do. I've never mm. said that you don't. <laughs> yeah. If you want to, if you want to believe that there is an issue with vaccinations or an issue with a mask, you go ahead and believe that. I don't believe that. Right. Mm. I've had both my vaccinations. I'm, I'm going to carry on wearing a mask for the foreseeable um, because mm. that's my choice. But, you know, at no point have I ever said that, you know, it's uh, it's a ridiculous thing to to not believe in in the vaccinations or in, in the masks. I, I don't agree with it. I'm quite happy to say that I don't agree with it. I'm not going to point the finger or accuse anybody of of, um, you know, be, uh, mm. being less than human for having mm. those opinions and having having those beliefs. And I think sometimes when people when it comes from a place of fear, I think mm. I do think people then imagine that they are being a lot more got at than perhaps they are, mm-hmm. um, uh, which, you know, doesn't doesn't really help in terms of helping people understand each other and, and all the wider, wider it's, issues. Yeah, I mean, and also it's interesting, I get we are, you know, we, we are digressing topic. slightly, yeah. yeah. No, but it, but, it's, but it, it's current, it's yeah. current, you know, what is on our mind. And I, I've often thought over this last um, sort of 16, 17 months or so, what this pandemic would have been like in a non-social media age you know what it would have been completely different because we would have to have kept our opinions to not ourselves but we're the only people that we would be able to share them with were were sort of friends and, Mm -hmm. and family you wouldn't you know everybody share a lot of people on social media are sharing their opinions with the wider world I think often without them really realizing yes. that they're doing it, yeah, you know, but right. you know, it's but it's true. And um and it has become, it does become very, very divisive, mm. and you know, and people make a lot of judgments, you know, they can't help it and and all that sort of thing. And and some I would also go so far as to say that, you know, there are some people out there who are making a making this a a sort of thing, mm. you know, like Russell Brand, for example, mm. who's like you know now the wider question are people like him you know should they should they be banned mm. you know should for spreading misinformation because clearly that is what they're doing but yeah you know it, it's really really interesting because um a lot of the the problems that because you talked about fear mm. i think a lot of the fear that people have experienced over the last 17 months has largely been down to the media and social media you know and if we hadn't had if we hadn't had that I think we would have been in a completely different place yeah it's interesting that's isn't my it? opinion <laughs> no I can't I, I, um, I, I think you're right um the the addition to that that I'm thinking is yeah okay without social social media actually the newspapers had way mm. more Im- impact and influence and they still have in my opinion, mm. some of them far too much impact and, yeah. and influence over yeah. over the social narrative that, that's going on, but their influence has diminished only for the influence of some very interesting places on the internet to rise. Um, so I I still think there would would be a level of 
um, influence that we see now with social media that would have happened with newspapers uh, and you'd mm. have you know still the the traditional right-wing newspapers the traditional left-wing newspapers and the ones that, that claim to occupy the centrist point um, mm. and the the problem then is that um, you wouldn't see much of the alternative opinion because you'd be so in your own focused blinkered mm. version of the world that when you did see something different it would have almost been more upsetting mm. maybe because yeah. because you know at least with social media you know we know that there there are people of all spectrums out yeah. there yeah. Uh, with all sorts of opinions and we know that there are places on the internet I mean Twitter for example keeps recommending to me people that are completely um uh, anti-Meghan and Harry or anti-Royal and it's like, well, I'm not sure you can be both of those things, but I'm not especially interested in either of them. But why it keeps recommending them to me, I don't know. But you sort of, you know, if you get stuck in looking at some of those things sometimes and you see people having these opinions going, OK, well, they're not my people, but I know there are people out there that have those opinions. So it's almost like I'm I'm more used to the fact that there are a range of opinions than perhaps out of the social media age where it was... Um, it was more, more unusual to see, um, sorry, my computer is making noises uh, at me, which is very annoying. It's more unusual to see um, people who, nope, lost it, lost the train of thought. My computer has um, completely taken it away from me. <laughs> oh, that's so annoying when that happens. That's so annoying when that happens. Know, but anyway, 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 we all got we got very deep there, didn't we? And you know, we did we don't, rather we don't go deep that often on the podcast, do we? But you know, it's uh, some just just some. It is what's on our mind at the moment. Some important kind of stuff going on. So uh, so we will leave it there. We will leave that one with you, and we would love to know your opinions, mm -hmm. or maybe we wouldn't. <laughs> Well, there we go. Yeah, there's a there's an interesting one to think about, eh? Yeah. <laughs> Give us your opinion, except don't. Just, yeah. That'd be great. <laughs> All righty. All right. So, okay, Dog Walking Digest this week. What mm -hmm. has been going on in uh, Scamp's world? Well, Anything to tell? Yeah, nothing, nothing major other than he had a very nice time uh, staying at mum's over the weekend because, of course, I couldn't take him with the, with me to the hockey thing on Saturday morning because, A, he couldn't come pitch side, but, B, I certainly couldn't leave him in the car um, uh, in that sort of weather. So he stayed with mum uh, as opposed to coming with me to, to dad. So uh, he was having a whale of time, of course, because he'd get treating, uh, treated mm. for just looking at her, really, more than anything else. You know, uh, this is my mum we're talking about, obviously. Uh, yeah. So. So, uh, <laughs> you know, oh, well, Copper had something, so Scamp has to have something. No, he doesn't. No, he really doesn't. But anyway, so, yeah, so uh, I'm, I'm sure he had a lovely weekend, but he's now sort of sparko on my bed. Um, and today is always a very exciting day when we come back from, uh, from anywhere at the weekend anyway, uh, because he hasn't seen the park for at least two days. So, you know, all sorts of things could be happening. So uh, what it means is the looks, the looks, the walks take longer than usual because yeah. we have to stop and sniff everything. Of course uh, yeah. we do. Yes, yeah, indeed. sometimes. <clears throat> Indeed, we do. How's Jen well, uh, talking of dogs being treated, well, uh, you know, Jem's having it. She's obviously, as you can expect, she's very, very hot at the moment. The spell mm. spends even more time flaked out than uh, than she normally does. Mm -hmm. 
Um, but but last night was very exciting for her because obviously you know Ryan's home at the moment and Amy's here as well. And so I think Ryan, I it, you know obviously when we have our dinner every night, we always give Jen a little bit. You know, as yeah. you say, just just put it on top of the dog food yeah. and encourages her to eat it and stuff. And so she's really into the routine of that. And I think, as I've said several times on the podcast, that is absolutely the highlight of her day. And when she finds all this energy that she's not able to find at any other point in the, in the 24 hours, you know. Yeah. And well, last night it must have been, you know, it was it was Christmas all over again, you know, because Ryan, you know, just filled her blooming bowl with like, what he would normally do when she has a annual Christmas dinner. Mm-hmm. I was like, God, there's so much to be. She had a chicken, potatoes, a bit of courgette, a bit of everything. You know, I was like, oh my God. Uh-huh. So he's happy. And uh, and then obviously then that flaked her out, I think, even more. Mm-hmm. Um, to the point where last night there was some kind of incident um involving a cat mm-hmm. that I knocked. So, so apparently I didn't hear it. Um, apparently there was a cat in the garden outside meowing really loudly and apparently was scratching at the door to get in. Mm. I say apparently because the only person that heard it was Ryan. Yes, quite. Um, yes, indeed. And he alleges that he came, he heard it, he got up, he came downstairs and then I was asleep and Jen, he said he stepped over and she never woke up. But apparently this cat was meowing really loudly Nobody heard it. He opened the door and it ran off and went back to bed. Right. So all those times where you've been, you know, up in the in the night four or five times a night with Jem and never seen a cat. Yes. Mm, and then all of a sudden this cat happens to. Mm. <laughs> I know. Mm, I'm not sure we believe you, Ryan. <laughs> no, I, 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 I'm just, you know, it's very odd. Very, very odd. So the curious incident of the cat in the night. Indeed. I oh, I like that. Well anyway, done. yes, yes, yes. So that was Good that, stuff. but I must tell you about another little dog incident as well, not involving Jem, yeah. but, uh, but kept us really entertained on Saturday. So Saturday night we went down into town because obviously Amy and Ryan being home, so we thought, oh, we'll go out. And uh, we uh, d- ended up down on the pier because all the other places you had to go and do the old, you know, track and chase. And all yep, 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 so yep. we thought well, we'll just get a uh, takeaway which was lovely so we got just some fish and chips we sat on the pier we had a drink as well nice. there's a bar there so had a drink and um, fish and chips in paper and everything it was yeah. lovely sat there gorgeous evening so, sea was be- beautiful just sat there and there were two dogs there um just on the beach underneath mm-hmm. the pier and uh, a big a big dog and uh, and a little dog. Yeah, I don't. I think they looked like the big one looked like a labradoodle. Yeah, or something. yeah. And the little one was a little I don't know, a little cockapoo. I think mm-hmm. something like that. Quite young, I think. Yeah. Maybe even a puppy. It was hilarious because the big dog was like obviously really enjoyed the water and was going out into the water and was swimming really really far out. Yeah. And the little dog didn't really want to go in and was yeah. just sort of standing there going, oh. and then kept putting his toe in the water and then sort of coming back <laughs> and we're going oh come on the owners were kind of encouraging going yeah. oh, come, on, come on and then they go a bit further and then they go yay and then he kind of, kind of go running back <laughs> so that was quite funny but then the owners decided to, to encourage him more so they got this bottle they had this plastic bottle and they threw this plastic bottle into the sea and again yeah. it's really quite far um, and the dog, the bigger dog, was quite happy and was swimming away, really, you know, and then got retrieved the bottle yeah. and then 
came back and swam, you know, and in the meantime, and then as soon as he got out of the water, the little dog just was in there and snatched the bottle away. give it back yeah and like you know and then this happened about three times it was hilarious the poor big dog was going i'm gone a minute <laughs> do you know what that sounds exactly like something scamp would do with his mate freddie with uh with his chuck it ball i wonder if there was a little bit of terrier in that dog you know yeah 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 yeah. Oh, it was hilarious <laughs> that's brilliant just- Kept us highly entertained while nice. we were eating our fish and chips on the... Nice. Oh, and then the other thing that happened, I mean, talk about, yeah, entertainment sitting on the pier. The other thing that happened, there's a group of lads there. Yeah. Uh, on the pier. And they were all, you know, as lads do, and they were all, you know... You know yeah, yeah, yeah. Next minute, this this lad then got up, climbed over the... Um, the the Railings. sort of railing there, and there was a sort of little wooden jetty. And clearly, his mates were egging him on to jump in. Mm-hmm. It's quite high. Mm-hmm. I was thinking, oh, my Lord, he's going to, like, jump in. Then not only did he jump in, he did a backflip. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and then was, like, in the water with his shoes on and everything. And it's like, God. Oh, dear. That's how that's He's wandering around the pier and his legs pouring with blood because he's, like, cut himself on the... I mean, honestly, you know. And then yes, yesterday afternoon... We were sitting here in the garden, so I didn't go out because it was uh, until evening because it was yeah. so hot. I said, these sirens kept going. And I said to Amy, I said, why do these sirens keep going off all the time? And she said, because people keep doing stupid things, like, <laughs> jumping off the beer, you know. Was like, She's yeah. not wrong. She's not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my um, word. You yeah. see, it's not in Bournemouth this week. It's all in it Mumbles. All happens in Mumbles. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Okay. Well, on yeah. that note, on shall that we note. wrap yeah. it up for uh, this week? Yeah. All right. Have Brilliant. a great week, everybody. And uh, we'll see you all again next Take week. Take care. Bye. Bye.